The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me. Because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. May be seated and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. How are you? Does anybody know what Sunday this is? What's up? Holy Trinity Sunday. Very good. That's a Sunday where we focus a little more explicitly on trying to describe God in all three ways that we know God. Now, what are those typically called? What are the three ways we know God typically called? Amanda. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Very good. Now, I think you guys have heard of this before, but why would we have three names for God? Why, why not just say God and be done with it? Yeah. Yeah. God is all of those, right? And we experience those in three really specific ways. If we would say that Jesus is God but nobody else, nothing else, nothing, no other experiences, that wouldn't be telling everything about God, would it? No. If we would say that uh, God the Father, that God that we see especially in the Old Testament, but everywhere, was God, but not Jesus, not the Spirit, that wouldn't be saying everything about God. And so on and so forth, right? We should say all the three things about God. We all three things. But I want to give us an example so it kind of hits home. And uh, Mr. Vranich... You typically join us uh, up here every Sunday. There's three things about you that we can say, right? Right. I think one of the primary reasons you're up here is because you're a father. Okay. So, does anybody know Mr. Vranich's son and daughter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think some of us do. Some of us do. And so, when we look at Mr. Vranich and we see him caring for Cooper and for Claire, uh, we see... Uh, someone that's acting like a father. But if we only say that Mr. Vranich is a dad, do we say everything about him? No. What else is he? Yes. He's a, he's a son, too, which is very helpful for his parents being here today, right? So, uh, you're not only a father. You were once a child, too, and uh, kind of forever in your parents' eyes. You're also a son. 
And so if we say both those things about you, we get a little more holistic picture. At one point, his parents held him when he didn't want to be up here during the children's sermon. <laughs> it was very fun. There's something else we can say about Mr. Branage, too. What else can we say about Mr. Branage? Yeah. He's a man. He's a man. Very good. He's a man, and he's a worker, and he's uh, a hunter, and he's a Penn State fan, for better or for worse, and, <laughs> and, a, and still, still a father. He's a lot of things, right? Yeah. And so we have to say all those things that we know about him in order to paint a whole picture of him. Now, every time that we introduce Mr. Vranich, do we go through that entire list? Do we say, here's Mr. Vranich, and then spend an hour talking about everything that he's done? No. Same way with God. We don't spend a whole uh, hour saying everything we know about God. It didn't take more than an hour. But it takes a lot more than two weeks. It takes a long time. <laughs> but, I think, but I think what a day like this, three expressions of God like this tell us, just like the way it does with Mr. Vranich, is that God has a lot of different things, experiences that we see in him. It's not just God the Father. It's not just God the Son. It's not just God the Spirit. But just like Mr. Vranish is complex, so is God. And so we know God in many different ways. Are you guys complex? Could we say many things about you? Yeah. Yeah? This week, I want you to think about two things. Think about many different things that describe you. And then think about many different things that describe God. I want you to see how those are similar and different. And talk with your parents about what that might mean. Okay? All right. Can we pray? God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the many different ways we know you. Through the Father who created the universe. Through the Son who gave his life for us through the Spirit who breathes in us and gives us life. Through all these experiences and all the ways we come to know you, we give you thanks that you are near and merciful and good to us in all of these things. And we give you thanks for the way that we are complex, that we are different too. This week, teach us more about you and more about us as we grow in relationship with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Yeah, as all. In the name of Jesus, amen. Holy Trinity Sunday is sometimes seen uh, by pastors and preachers and teachers and theologians and all kinds of folks as simply a day where we try to say something about God 
and avoid heresy as much as possible. It's a day that's often devoted to, uh, in a lot of pastor circles, as listening very intently all of a sudden, where we can try to catch someone saying something incorrect or wrong or, I don't know, something different about the way that we experience God. The way that we typically associate these things, say them as safely and correctly as possible, is in saying the three parts of the Trinity being the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But over time, we've realized that these aren't the only three ways that we can say it. Some people have uh, described God as the creator, the redeemer, and sustainer, taking each part of the creed as we know it, each part of the experience of God, the person of God that is never confused and yet never divided, and describing an attribute to that. Creator, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Seeing God's action and attributing creator to that. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again, ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. In that action, in that embodied action of God, we see Redeemer, one who saves us. And the third part of the creed, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. I always was a little confused about that when I was young. It kind of seemed like a catch-all. Like, well, we believe all these things, so let's throw it into the third article, and here ends the creed, right? But it's not. Just like the first one with Creator and just like the second one with Redeemer, we have looked at the work of the Spirit and what the Spirit does, and that is to build community to bring us into communion, to give us the ability and faith to forgive, to give us the ability and faith to work, to give us the ability and faith to rise on the last. This is the work of the Spirit. Sustainer. And so whether we go by these three parts of the Trinity, whether we go by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which are very relational and good ways of talking about the Trinity, Oftentimes, Holy Trinity Sunday is devoted to saying the least amount of heresy possible. I think we're not the only ones to have struggled with this over time. Think about how the Nicene Creed was developed. What I just quoted, by the way, was the Apostles' Creed. We say a couple, well, we say three in this uh, particular church. The Nicene Creed was developed in 321 CE. And as it was being developed, uh, we need to recognize that it wasn't because Constantine, the Roman emperor of the time, had a deep concern for the church. Rather, it was because Constantine wanted to use the church in order to make citizens and make armies and unify the Roman Empire. And so he said, hey, all you Christians that disagree with one another, get together and say one thing. And so, as Christians often do, we got together and said many things because God has many multifaceted experiences in one lifetime, let alone in several lifetimes. We said many things, and then we began the process of saying some people are heretics and some people are right. And ever since then, we've been very good at discerning, or not discerning, we've been very good at saying when someone is speaking incorrectly about God. 
on Holy Trinity Sunday. I think our goal should be the opposite of this. So often we seek to not mess up when we're saying something about God that we don't say anything at all. We don't share our stories of God. We don't share our experiences of God. We don't share our language of God because we're afraid that it will be heretical or we're afraid that it will be wrong or we're afraid that it will be inadequate. But honestly, let's come to terms with what heresy is. Let's come to terms with what inadequacy is. Is God not merciful? Is God not forgiving when we sin in every other part of our lives? If our words should somehow fall short, if we should somehow be slightly inaccurate or largely inaccurate with how we describe God... While it is a pursuit of knowing God as fully and as honestly as we should possibly have, will God not be merciful in our shortcomings here too? On this Holy Trinity Sunday, instead of aiming for saying the safest thing about God possible, I believe our goal would to, should be to lift each other up to say as honest things about God as possible. As honest as is true to our stories, true to our experiences, so that we might not fall short in our right, in our duty, and in our joy to share who God is with one another. Who is God? It is not just the responsibility of the pastor and not just the responsibility of the teacher and the preacher and the theologian to answer this, but it's the responsibility of every disciple. We here at Trinity have done very well at expressing this, at least in part. We share our stories of where we see God, of how God has come into our knowledge, our understanding, and even our faith over time. We have shared stories about how our grandparents and how our parents, about how friends, about how family has shared with us who God is, how we see God in daily life, and we shape that over time. But on this Holy Trinity Sunday, I want to lift those stories and those faiths up. It is not good enough that we only say what we believe collectively to be right about God. It is not good enough that we avoid speaking in lieu of saying something wrong about God. It is essential for our Christian lives that we say about God what we know and what we feel and what we believe to be true. Not because we're always right. Not because we're always wrong. But because God works in imperfections. It's hard to relate the various and many and multiplied experiences of God with what we see as unchanging. How many of us have grown up with the understanding of a God who is unchanging, a God who is consistent, a God who is like rock, foundational. I invite us to think of the things that tie all these stories, that tie all these persons together, creator, redeemer, sustainer, father, son, Holy Spirit, whatever else word you may use, to consider the consistencies between those and have that be God as rock.
What is consistent between creator, redeemer, and sustainer is that there is grace. What is consistent between creator, redeemer, and sustainer is that there's mercy and love and care for creation. What there's, what's consistent between creator, redeemer, and sustainer is a propensity to hear those who cry out in need and answer. Is this not what God the Father did towards God's creation? Is this not what the Father and Spirit did in leading the Israelites out of Egypt? Is this not what the Father did throughout the entire reign of the Israelite kingdom? Is this not what the Son did in answering our cries? Is this not what the Spirit does in sustaining us for life today? Grace and mercy and love and hearing our cries and answering them. That is the unchanging part of God. But just as we grow, our experiences of God change. At one point, we might be in great communion with the Spirit. At one point, we might be in great communion with the Son. At one point, we might be in great communion with the Father. And each of those is God. But each of those feel and taste and sound different. As we go through life, we will say different things. We will hear different things and experience different things and believe different things. And that's scary and terrifying. But as we do, I believe that we have a faith that is given to us by the Spirit that holds us in that change. When all of a sudden you find yourself believing something that you didn't as a child, you wonder if you've been faithful, but there is a God who follows you even into that unknown. When you find yourself believing something later on in life that you didn't as a middle-aged adult, there is a God who follows you into that belief too. When you find yourself believing despite your belief or even disbelieving in spite of your belief, there is a God who follows you there. Holy Trinity Sunday, amongst many other things, is about a God who we know and who we don't. A God who is faithful in light of all the experiences that we have, in light of all the ways that we change, in light of all the complexities of God. And so in light of all this, it's our job to simply know God. In your lives and in your walks, Answer the question, who is God, as often as you possibly can. Not because God's going to change, but because we're going to change in our understanding, change in our knowing. As we do, there will be fear and there will be terror. I pray that faith is given to you enough that you can walk into that, trusting God to be with you, I pray that we might be bold enough to share, even if we feel heretical at times. I pray that we might know who God is and be less worried about being right about who God is. God be with you in grace and in mercy and in love 
And may God hear our cries to know God a little bit more. Amen.